What's up, everybody? And uh, thanks for tuning in. So uh, doing things a little differently once again today. Uh, so not doing authors today, not doing bloggers today. We're actually talking to my good buddy, Robert McClellan. We're going to be talking about building some websites uh, and all the stuff that he does over at Mod Farm. Uh, but Rob, first of all, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. Hey, good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. It's, so Rob and I have we, we go way back. I mean, I say way back. I mean, it's been less than a decade, but uh, we, we've known each other for quite a while. It's, I mean, we've known each other, you know, since I really started getting into reading again. Uh, I think, you know, we kind of met through like Michael Bunker and Nick Cole and kind of that crew uh, back when, you know, self-help was, I guess, still kind of in its early stages. Um, but, uh, you know, now we've kind of come back full circle and I'm glad to be uh, glad to be chatting with you. I'm glad to be here too. It's awesome to see, you know, what you came in uh, and how big FanFi Addict has gotten. I remember when you came in Third Scribe and just kind of wanted a little site set up and, and now, now you're the man. Look at you. <laughs> no, we're, we're still, still not the man, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, you know, back, back then, like I uh, didn't even have a website, didn't even have a blog. I mean, I was just putting some reviews on Amazon and then you know, then at that transition over to book nest and then came over to WordPress to start, start this one. So, but now, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's gotten a little bigger, I guess, since the beginning. Uh, yeah. you know, I say, I say a little, you know, now we've got all these contributors and it's just, it's, it's honestly becoming hard to handle. <laughs> well, see what we can do to help you. There you go. So um, just kind of how I always start these, uh, just tell me, you know, tell me about yourself, you know, tell me what, what I don't already know, but tell the audience about yourself and kind of uh, kind of what you do. Well, I am Rob McCullen, and I run a company called Mod Farm, uh, Mod Farm Design, and we specialize in websites for the book community. You know, so primarily authors, editors, publishers, and uh, we're starting to expand into book bloggers, and we want to try to tie it everything all together. So we kind of provide a big one-stop shop. Um, you know, design, set up all the tools you need, you know, support if you need it or want it, uh, newsletters if you need it or want it, uh, whatever it is that you need for your web presence, we provide. And, you know, we're getting, getting pretty good at it. So uh, we've been, I started out with a company called uh, Third Scribe way back in 2012, I think we launched it. Uh, maybe early 2013. And um, I ran that until 2018. And we had a lot of people in it, a lot of sites, a lot of stuff, but like any.com and eventually kind of folded, uh, which was a sad, sad day. Um, but you know, six years is a pretty good run for, for anything. I mean, we held on and we didn't lose our shirts. So that wasn't so bad. But uh, I've I closed doors on that in 2018 and we kind of took kind of a year off and really started to rethink what we were doing and how we were providing it. And the result of that was Mod Farm. So it was a lot more personal touch, a lot uh, more website and, and you know, direct client focus and people really seemed to like it. So that one kind of took off and we're still doing it now. And uh I got gotcha. So what, uh, what made you want to focus, I guess, on like on the book community, uh, authors and editors and publishers in particular? Uh, I, I just loved it. You know, I, I, I'm a huge reader. I've been since I was a little kid and, um, I just 
as I got more into websites and kind of more into the internet age, I would go to author websites and they would suck. And I'd be like, we can do, we can do better than this. Like we, we can help. I, I can do something. And I remember I started out with a couple one-off things like in 2009, I think I built my first one for an author and, you know, we just kind of started iterating from there. And then the, the vision behind third scribe was to say, well, why can't we mass produce it? You know, like if everyone kind of wants the same thing and why don't we fold in Goodreads and this review capability and these social structures and all these other things. And, and we said, yeah, like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do that. Let's do that. And, um, we found out that, that no one really wanted that, uh, but they did want a good website. Mm. Uh, so that was the primary thing, but the social tools, no one ever used them. No one built communities around their books. No one, no one did any of that because they were like, well, I just go Facebook. And I was mm. like, well, you know, this is a lot more direct and I don't care, you know, go on to Facebook. I was like, okay. So, you know, the, it kind of showed that what we thought would be a neat thing. It wasn't, really what the market wanted mm -hmm. um and that's okay i mean that's what it's about uh so at that point i just i've been working with authors for so long at that point and i really kind of felt i knew their needs and i was also working with a lot more editors and book bloggers at that point and really looking at what they wanted to do and i just felt like hey if why relearn another niche i mean there's plenty more to do here and these needs don't go away mm -hmm. and i like these people and they like me and and i know what they want so let's go with that yeah and so i just kind of kind of a, a work followed passion kind of thing you know mm -hmm. uh, so yeah i gotcha yeah i remember i remember uh you know third scribe because uh you know that was back when we were they were trying to launch uh that big uh, author centric world, the apocalypse weird. I don't know yep. if you, I don't yeah, know if you remember that. that. Uh, oh, I, I, that was, I, I ran it. I was, a <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of like my, my first experience, uh, doing like a lot of reviews. Uh, cause I know, you know, cause I was, I was really good friends with, with, with bunker and with Cole, uh, and became good friends with all the authors that were, that were in that series. Um, which man, I, I, I hate that that never like super took off. Uh, it was such a fantastic experience. I mean, Mike Corley doing all those amazing covers, great I gang know. authors, but uh, you know, if, if that, if that ever were to see the light of day, I, I think it would garner a lot of readership. It was just a, it was just a great experience, at least for me. I'd, I'd love to, I'd love if we had the ability to bring it back. And I've, I've talked to, you know, Cole and Bunker. I mean, we're still pretty close and, and I mean, we're all busy now, so not as close, but we're still not as close as we were back then. Yeah. But we're still pretty tight and we catch up, you know, every couple of months and find out what everybody's doing. But, you know, they're, you know, with, with Nick, it was like, we just couldn't sell it. Like mm -hmm. we couldn't figure out like how to get people into it. And I was like, you, yeah, I really loved it. I, I thought all the stories were good. I, I read all of them and, and I still want uh, Nick to finish his series of it and i know he'll get back to it eventually but he's like i'm just you know i got other things that pay so much more that do so much more it's hard to get yeah. back to the passion project of it but you're right it was we were ahead of our time we were it was very much ahead of its time mm -hmm. and uh, now there's a lot more shared worlds going on that are probably a little more successful but um back then we just uh to be honest we just didn't know how to sell it yeah 
no, we, we really didn't. We were kind of like, this is a great idea. And, and the guys had been so used to their marketing kind of carrying through, like in the early days of Kindle, if you just had something decent up, it would sell. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the time Apocalypse Weird hit, it wasn't that easy anymore. Yeah. Because you know, the, the library was growing. There were more things in there. There was more, you know, you went from a few thousand books on Kindle to a few million books to thousands of books added a day. Yeah. And uh, we just didn't know how to market it back then. Mm -hmm. And then other people in the community really started getting a lot more into talking about advertising and talking about metrics and talking about Amazon. But by, but by then we were kind of out of our seed capital and we we're like, eh, we're out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, Nick now has the galaxy's edge thing, which is just taken off like, oh, yeah insane him and Anspach. i mean it's just yeah. it's crazy because i'm always seeing them somewhere like audible oh, or amazon i mean it's oh yeah it's, everyone wants to talk to them yeah it's incredible. They, they, i remember because they were both on third scribe uh jason had an account but he managed his own site but uh nick we ran everything for nick and um i remember when that thing went off i was just like Oh wow, there's 2,000 hits on Nick's site this morning. That's not normal. <laughs> oh wait, it's 10,000. Oh shit, it's 20,000. <laughs> oh, I was uh, I was actually on vacation and I didn't know they had launched it. You know mm. that it had really done anything. He's like, oh yeah, we're gonna launch this thing. Oh, okay, you know, I really didn't think that much of it. And they were thinking that it was just gonna be like a real sleeper. And yeah. It was, and it just took off. And I was mm. like dude, what's going on? He's like, well, I'm not really sure, but it's good. So I was like, oh, that's good. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, nah, and then it just, I mean, whew, like yeah. For them. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it just keeps going. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it helps have an RC Bray as your, as your narrator, because, <laughs> you know, audiobook aficionados love, love them some RC Bray. So it, the, the Audible really, it's incredible how much of an impact that's made mm -hmm. you know and yeah that reflected what we did some upgrades to to the my farm engine last uh i think late last year to get more audio integrated um to be able to do audio samples and different things in there that uh i'm not a huge audio guy so sometimes it's hard for me to be like oh yeah audiobook's really great because i'm like i don't really like audiobooks you know i don't <laughs> I can't focus on them, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I have to read them. Yeah. And they're, you know, but guys are like audio selling, outselling books, you know, three to one. You know, we're writing specifically for audio now. We're audio first. We're audio, you know, it's like, it's a big deal. So mm -hmm. uh, it's it's incredible how much that changes. Even though I, traditional pub authors, uh, Christian Cameron's books all came out and they were audio book day and date release. Like they all came out together. And usually mm -hmm. they stagger that stuff out for months yeah they were like nope all together uh they're starting to catch on too yeah yeah i know um a lot of traditional pubs now will will do that same day um they'll have like they'll do like a hardcover release and the paperback will be the one that that goes down the line uh but now i mean even with like uh self-pub stuff uh if, if you know if you get a podium contract you know six eight eight months after your book's published the audiobook will be published you know depending on pandemic stuff and all and, and all those uh the bigger those guys, little bits but the bigger guys will time it to, to be with audio they won't release it yeah without they'll be like no we'll wait yeah 
Yeah. Um, now, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, the self-pub, especially like debuts or even, you know, third or fifth books down the line, you know, if they start selling, then they can get that audio contract. Cause a lot of them don't, don't like ACX. Uh, I've heard a lot of nightmares about ACX. So <laughs> a lot of them, a lot of them will wait and see if they can get a, a deal. But, um, and I, and I've seen, you know, issues where, which I mean, I think Zach Argyle posted the other day about how somebody went in and recorded a copy of his book on audio and posted <laughs> to, to sell. And I'm like, oh gosh, that's happening now. I've, so, I have actually crazy. seen a lot of that on YouTube. Really? Um, well, I see people and I don't know if they're just like practicing or if they are trying to audition for things and work on their voice, but I'll, I'll see people narrate books that aren't they're not doing it for money. They're just like doing it. And I don't know if it's like, this is my, you know, audition piece or what, but right. you can go and find, you know, a lot of several books out that, you know, just some guys doing, they'll read the Hobbit. They'll read this, they'll read that, you know, they'll just, they'll just do it. And I mean, it's not like they do it for 15 minutes, you know, they're doing right. the whole thing. Like it's right. like 40 hours, you know, they're, they're like, <laughs> you know, every week they're releasing another, you know, hour plus of audio, you know, you can get the whole thing. Oh my gosh. Nobody has time for that. (laughs) Well, people that want to be voice actors have time for that because that's what they want to do. Jeez. Um, let's uh let's talk a little bit about mod farm. So tell me, tell me exactly what mod farm is and uh, I guess kind of how you came up with it. I mean, I know you had third scribe before, um, but you know what what makes mod farm different? Well, Third Scribe was really kind of a mash of stuff. Like I said, it was like a big platform. So it was, um, we kind of looked at it and said, what if, what if you combined, you know, Goodreads, Facebook and WordPress into a single service? And then we threw newsletters and stuff in there too. So it was really comprehensive mm-hmm. um, and probably too comprehensive. Like, I think it was the thing that most people really couldn't grasp everything that it could do. I mean, mm. to be honest, I made it, and sometimes I couldn't grasp all the things it could do, you know? But uh, it was a broad platform. Uh, but we found that the only thing that the authors really used was the website. Mm. They didn't use, we had this very fascinating, you know, and really effective, too, um, book management system. It was all the stuff that they could use, and they didn't, it, they never really used it very much. Um, and so that infrastructure though was very expensive to maintain and we just couldn't justify it anymore. So I was like, you know, this is not an easy thing to keep going. And people are only using like this little 15% over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we shut it down, uh, it's really broke my heart. Um, but when we, we made the decision to shut it down, I kind of took some time off and said, okay, after I was kind of like, I'm done with websites for a while. Like I, I really need to like do something else. And mm. um, so I like bummed around and I, you know, I had a day job and I, you know, make cook the kids to school and, you know, kind of like live the life a little bit, you know, decompressed. And then I was like, yeah, I think I'm ready to go back into it. And um, my wife was like, are you sure? And I'm like, I, I, I'll just do a client or two, you know, just something to keep my interest up, you know, like right. just, just, not really for big money or anything like that, you know, just keep a little bit. And mm-hmm. so I, I um, Christian Cameron, I, w- I, had, I had found his books um, and devoured them. 
uh, I started with uh, the Red Knight, uh, you know, Trader Sun cycle. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, he's, he's like a whole nother person. He does other books. And then I was like, oh, I should read this. I'll read some of those too. It's all of two people. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's three people. Um, mm. And True. then, uh, and so I, I, I remember going to his website and I, it was just indecipherable. You know what I mean? Like he couldn't even, he had no idea. And mm. I, the real issue was I was trying to find out what the next book was he had written them a while back and so i was like reading the chivalry series and i was like well what's the next book you know and because he was trade pub they didn't index it in amazon the way that uh, a self-pub guy would mm -hmm. so if you went to the book page in amazon it would just say that's it that's all the book there is you know and now right. you get a hunt. like well which one is the second one you know and so i'm crawling all over the internet trying to find out what i'm supposed to read next and uh so i burnt through a bunch of them and then uh, I really like Tom Swan. That was definitely, mm. that was like my favorite ones. But uh, so I just said, you know, I'm just going to tell this guy, you know, hey, your website sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, and maybe I can help you. So, so I think that's what I actually said. And I can't believe he like took the call. Um, and he was like, well, what would you suggest? And I was like, well, I think we should try something like this. And I, I really like to be able to help you. And he was like, well, I don't think my website will do anything. And I was like, well, why don't you let me give you a shot? And um, so he's like, all right, well, yeah. I said, look, I'll, I got half of it done already. I just did it, you know, for my own fun. And I'll just add the other half. And if you like it, you can start paying you know, the, the subscription for it, you know, the hosting costs. And he's like, okay, you know, sure. You know, so you're done. So I took like two weeks and polished the thing off and I entered all of his books, which he had a lot at that point. I was like, he was like 40-ish, like around then. And uh, put them all in there and, and, and it looked real nice. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's really amazing. You know, I love it. And so we, we did for him, which I, I did for the first couple authors, but I, I have too many now to, to manage it. Um, as I went through and I benchmarked, I actually made a spreadsheet and I benchmarked all his books about what their, their rank sales rank was on Amazon, what his author rank was and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm going to prove that this works. You know, I'm going to do something. I'm going to make this happen. And uh, so we ran it for, I don't know, three, four months. And I got back to him and I said, hey, I, I went back and re-benchmarked your stuff and you're up, you know, all your rankings are up, you know, 20 to 40%. I was like, are you seeing any difference in your sales? And he says, well, I don't really know because the publisher runs all that. He says, but I get a statement coming up in a couple months and I'll let you know what, what we got. And I said, great, you know, let me know what we got. So, but he was happy. He was just happy that it was there, you know, and we yeah. were seeing a lot more traffic, like his traffic improved right away. Like it went from, you know, really very little to, you know, several hundred hits a day which was a huge improvement over like 10. Oh yeah um so he was just happy at the whole thing he loved how it looked and everything like that well then we got the numbers in and he called me which he doesn't usually call me and he's like uh we we need to talk about these numbers and so i was like shit he tanked you know he right like, right <laughs> this is over it's the only reason he would call <laughs> He calls and he's like, my sales are up 50%. Wow. And I was like, are you kidding me? And he's like, 
I think so. You know, he's like, I don't know. He says, it's, it's way bigger than it used to be. And I was like, well, 50% is a lot. I don't think it went up that much. And so he kind of went back through it and he's like, no, nah. I says, but it was 20%. He's like, it's a real 20%. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's a huge thing for me. He's like, that's, I haven't seen a royalty check this big in a long time. Wow. And I was like, well, that's awesome. And he's like, it is awesome. And he's like, and we're going to keep doing this. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> so we like convinced him to start a newsletter and do more things. And uh, he actually started, he got a bunch of signups. He started leveraging that with his traditional publisher. I think he got a little better advanced terms, or at least he got an easier time selling the books he got. I don't know. He, he, I don't know the exact details, but he seemed to kind of intimate in our conversations that this was a much better process for him than I've been in the past. And, hmm. um, and so I was like, well, that's, that's great. You know, and in the meantime, other people started seeing that he had the site and he started telling his friends and, you know, we just kind of started growing it up. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a, a few years now with, with him, I think. Uh, and then when the pandemic hit, uh, my day job was pretty much shut down. Uh, so I do a lot of, you know, I, I, I used to, I don't do as much of it now because I do this, but um, I still do a little, but I used to do uh, international kind of engineering maritime work. Uh, and that was my training. I, I'm a, I'm an engineer. And um, well, all travel was gone, all international work, mm-hmm. was gone. all large, like that budget level projects were, were put on hold as, com- as countries were trying to, you know, hold their money and figure out what they were going to do. And so my company's like, well, you know, you got a lot of leave saved, you know, you might want to think about that some and, you know, we'll check back in a couple months and, you know, type of thing. And I was like, hey. yeah, so I just looked at my wife and I looked at what was going on and I said, we're, people still want websites. We're doing this full time. Mm-hmm. We're diving in. And so at that point, I just really kicked it into gear and, and we've been just climbing heavily ever since so previously mod farm was i say previously it still is but uh was a very much a boutique thing you came to me i would make you something very custom uh almost from scratch uh exactly to your spec and i was but i found that after you know four five six ten of these everyone wants the same thing Mm -hmm. You know, there's only so many ways you can show your book. There's only so many ways you can present your newsletter. There's only so many ways you can do things, you know. And so uh, it's been kind of running and gunning. But the last six months, I've really been taking a lot of these lessons and trying to say, okay, well, how can we streamline this process? Not only just for me building them, but I get a lot of requests from authors for like a DIY kind of thing. Like, well, is there a way I can build this myself? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, <laughs> not unless you're really familiar with how this works. There's no way you could duplicate what we put into these. Mm-hmm. But as I started getting more and more of those requests, I was just like, well, okay, how, how can we rebuild our system to streamline it? How can we change things to do that? And so I started taking a lot of tools that we were already using and saying, well, how can I rebuild this so that I don't need to customize it this way? I don't need to assemble it, you know, in this way. I don't need to add code tweaks. I can just program the whole thing in and mm-hmm. just 
have some drop downs and selections. And so I've been doing that for about six months and we're just launched a beta two weeks ago um, with a handful of authors to start testing at this level to say, okay, what can we make? You know, the, the rule is no code. You can't, mm. you know, if, if I can't just do it from a drop down, then I got to, I got to scrap it and, and write another thing and upgrade it. And uh, that's going really well. So we're hoping that we can go in that direction because a lot of people don't want to put, you know, five, six, seven hundred dollars up front, you know, and then have a service contract with it. They just mm -hmm. like, well, why can't I just make it like WordPress? And I was like, and part of that is to say, well, if you ask me that question, you're answering your own question. <laughs> <laughs> because if it was so good over there, you wouldn't be coming to me, you know, right. obviously it's not the same, you know, if you want, but uh, I think that there is some effort that we can do that to make it more so and in, in a little my my goal is that i want every author to be able to have a website that really fits their needs um and that they can do themselves with you know a short range of instructions just to say okay here's your checklist of 10 things and they're real easy to set up just make sure you check that your name is here make sure your books are entered make sure this thing's here make sure this thing's here all done yeah um so that's kind of what we're we're trying to do okay. uh, and we'll see. <laughs> how do you uh, how do you differ from other website designers? I think that for most, uh, they kind of do the design and they walk away. Um, and I've seen that with a lot of authors, even big name authors who went to some of the bigger studios, probably when they got their their first contract or you know or got their first big contract, you know, and they'll either their, their publisher will hook them up or they'll, they'll go and, you know, clock punk or somebody will, will, you know, one of the big names mm -hmm. will, will do their site and they make a beautiful site. I mean, I'm never going to say anything about any of these companies. They make a great yeah. site. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, and they pay for that too. I mean, generally their sites are several thousand dollars and I think they're worth, they're, they're probably worth every penny. Mm -hmm. um, but then once they hand it over to the author, they walk away. Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of the end yeah it's like, well we made it for you 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 got this uh and they don't make Here, here's it. a small set of instructions and right, uh, right. good luck <laughs> you got this. go for it um and what we found or what i found at least is that authors really don't like to update their website um and as a result their website no longer performs for them mm. you know so they'll you know it was beautiful that those first couple months and then you know, I mean, a lot of the websites are just out of date. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're, I've seen authors, pretty big name authors who have had multiple releases since the, what's on the, the front page of their website. And yeah, like, I, I have to say, I've seen the same there, thing, you know, and you know, they might be two years out of date or more and there's no, nothing's happening, yeah. you know? And so part of what we do is that we stay with you. You know, we will host you. We will make sure everything's current. We will, you know, maintain your site security. You know, we'll run, you know, all the speed metrics. We'll, we'll keep it fast. But we also have a, a service tier that we do all the updates for you, not just, hey, because a lot of times with the website service, you'll go and they'll say, uh, well, we'll maintain your website for 
$50 a month or something. But all that really is, is just plugin updates. Mm -hmm. but we do that in the background. We're doing that anyway. We know exactly what's in your site because we put it there. So we know what we can update safely and not. Um, but what we found is that authors really need help getting their book entered. And so we said, well, for, you know, a little extra fee there, which really isn't very much, um, we'll, we'll maintain all that for you. And literally, I'll just get an email or a text message or, a, you know, a, a Facebook message more often than not um, that says, hey, I have a new book coming out. It's available pre-order on Amazon. Here's the title. And I'll say, okay. And so I'll search Amazon. I'll find it. I'll get the cover art. I'll get the blurb. I'll get all the links and I'll put it in there. And, you know, there it is ready for pre-order. Hmm. And then we'll we'll track it. So we have click tracking through everything and I monitor, you know, all the analytics and I can say, Hey, this, I can get back to them and say, Hey, this pre-order is really doing great. You know, you had 700 clicks so far, you know, I mean, uh, some people don't care. They're just like, Oh man, that's great. And some people really care. You know, like, it's a big deal for them. Yeah. Um, they want, I've, I've had some authors that are really business focused and they really want to know. And I've had others that just, happy that their website's current and don't care about anything else. They're just, oh, it's fine. So it's, um, that's all I care about. Yeah. You know, people managing their newsletter was a big thing, you know, helping them get their newsletter together, get it all signed up, uh, get it connected to whatever they wanted connected to, um, help with getting their incentives up. Hey, I want to change the incentive to this story, to this story. Okay. Done. You know, and that that's, been very helpful. So I think that's kind of the difference. We don't just design it and give it to you. We, we, we stay, you know, it's kind do you of also like, said, do you also send notifications to remind authors, Hey, you have books coming out. <laughs> I, I do do that. And, uh, some will, some will remind me and they're like, Hey, you know, we really want to get on this or whatever, but others I'll, I'll, I'll ping them and be like, Hey man, uh, you might want to send a newsletter out. You might want to send a little something. Yeah. You know? You know, hey, how about we push this? I've written a few of them. I say, hey, I haven't heard from you. You got a book coming out next week. Um, we drafted this up for you. Why don't you take a look at it? Oh, man, <laughs> go ahead and send it. Great, we'll send it. You, know, oh, hey, yeah. you, might, you may want to let people know that you have a cover and there's a book in like six months yeah. that you can pre-order and you've got a special yeah. pre-order price if you actually That's want right. to get some sales. <laughs> I mean, you can only do so much on like Twitter and Facebook because the way the algorithms oh, yeah. work, and depending on how many followers you have and how many people they follow, there is a massive chance that people don't see it. Oh yeah. And it's, it's hard, you know, but, um, and, and I think we kind of really fell into that niche a little bit. Mm -hmm. say, hey, one, we want you to have a good website, but two, if you don't have the time to run it yourself, we're happy to help you. Yeah. You know, and it was a big focus for us to keep the costs really low. You know, just because we know, you know, I, I, there is a world where some of the bigger self-pub guys will spend you know, many thousands of dollars a month on advertising, but they won't put five bucks into their website. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that that's kind of a mistake. Mm -hmm. you know, I think that there's a, as you use your website more, it does more for you. And it's this sort of passive background thing that just keeps churning along. Um, and I've had a, several people tell me, oh, well, authors, you know, websites don't sell books or whatever. And I was like, well, no offense, but 
I got a lot of quick data here that says something entirely different. Mm -hmm. And you you might want to, you know, I'm willing to, you know, show it to you and, and, and have a chance if you want to. Yeah. Especially for readers that don't, you know, either use social media for, for a book community type thing. They don't follow bloggers. They don't follow publishers. I mean, if you're, if you're going to go buy a book from your favorite author, you're probably going to Google them. So, or go to Amazon. So, you know, it's it kind of, you know, two, two paths. You know, it's, it's funny because um, I have a lot of authors that think social media is really driving a lot of what they do. And, uh, you know, we have metrics, deep metrics on every site. And I can tell them, well, you know, 80% of people came to your site from uh, Google search. You know, organic search was your primary driver. Yeah. You know, 5% from this, even their email newsletter doesn't drive nearly as much as, as search does. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then I can, I can, you know, we can go through and say someone searched, they landed here on this book and then uh, they read it, but they didn't buy, they clicked, see the full series. They came over here and then they went through these three and then they bought this one. Mm. And they're like, how do you know that? And I'm like, because that's my job to know that. <laughs> like, because, because I actually put analytics in your site, which you've never had before. Right. You know? And I can tell you exactly what they did. Uh, that's some that's some like really detailed stuff that I would I would like to see more of. That's really cool that you can like actually see what all they clicked to get to a certain. Oh yeah, thing. you know, and I'll, I I I did a thing with yeah. We have a small private group for the clients on on Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. and I posted a thing and said a lot of times you know we were looking at how readers come to the site and how often they come to the site and what they do, and we said that a lot of people show up, a lot of people repeat. Um, and they usually don't buy on the first visit. They buy on the second or third. Uh, and you can watch them do it. You know, they'll come, they'll search, they'll look at some things, come back, search, look at some things, come back, and then they'll buy. And it's like, it's a different thing than an ad. An ad is like a target. It's like, I sent a thing, they clicked on it, did they buy or not buy? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know, but that ad's gone. Like, as soon as they clicked on it, they're never seeing that again, you know? Yeah. Like, I was like, the website's sort of this thing that's just, just like, it's like a slow burning machine that just keeps churning. And um, it's impressive to see how much people will go. And if you have a larger library like Christian does or Craig Martell does or, um, you know, Chris Kennedy Publishing, we run them. He, he, that's, you know, 200 something books in there. And you can watch them go five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 books a visit because they just search through series and kind of go through things and look around, you know, and they'll, because we, we manage, um, we kind of have a standard template for books. So we're looking at, they bought something, if they read a sample, uh, if they went to Goodreads and looked at reviews or if they went to see the rest of the series mm-hmm. and most of the clicks are, are to buy. That's, that's the big driver. It's probably, used to be 50 percent it's probably a little higher than that now probably 60 percent now but um read a sample and see full series pretty much splits the difference and reviews are really small it's maybe four percent you will go to to see the reviews on goodreads or something Mm -hmm. but most of them are there they're searching they want to know what what's in there yeah 
and so they 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 that's what they click so if they don't know that they want it like if they don't know if they came here and this is what i want to get then uh they'll definitely read your sample or they'll go to see the full series maybe if they stumbled on book three and they want to go back and see all the rest or see if the series is finished or whatever they'll 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 definitely click around interesting okay um what uh what sorts of tools do you use to increase viewership on a website man that's tough uh i think seo and social integration really help we have some tools that really help tailoring that um i think cleanliness of navigation helps a lot for repeats yeah um because if you go to a website and you can't find what you want or you you it's hard to kind of move around mm -hmm. people people don't come back yeah like, waste you know as website sucks i'm not going back to that you know they start looking at other venues so part of that is if if i can make sure that the people can find what they want easily that seems to get more repeat traffic like it, traffic seems to kind of grow at that point but i will say that uh upping your your seo tools helps because again search is a huge driver um i think i think it's a lot more than it's seriously a lot more than people give it credit for like a lot of that comes from search mm. um and uh so those are kind of the big ones I, I i'd like to have social sharing tools in there not not this the buttons i mean i have them like here to share on facebook no one ever clicks on those i have them almost like to remind people that they can share it you know mm -hmm. i don't know if anyone really clicks on them i think people have just gotten used to just copying the link and you know but uh yeah i i like that I want to make sure that every page and in, in book when it's shared kind of looks like an ad. So we have a neat little image and a little blurb and a whole thing. So that when it goes, it's sort of packaged. Mm -hmm. It looks right. Uh, as opposed to just randomy stuff. Yeah. Um, I, Cause I've seen a lot of things where an author website, you share a link and it has like a weird picture and it has like the default title, you know, subtitle thing, like, you know, Oh, that's a new, a new WordPress site from, you know, Bluehost or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah. that, that's not helpful. Like, that's not what you want showing the world. You know, you want to say it's the official website of whoever, you know? Right. So we make sure that it doesn't, it doesn't do that. Yeah. And I think, I think it helps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause I know, I know we have issues on ours where, um, you don't always get the image you're wanting. And so yeah. I think having, having that kind of tailored to knowing exactly what, is going to be on there when you post it is, is real nice. Um, how long does a build typically take, I guess, from scratch? It depends. Um, it really, for the biggest driver for author websites is book entry. So if you have, you know, four books, I can be done with you in half a day. If you have 50 books and they're wide and internationally wide. And I have to spend a week alone just tracking down all the, the links because mm. the author doesn't have them. Then yeah, it's going to take, a, it might take a little while longer. You know, it might take, yeah. you know, two, three weeks, maybe, you know, depending on what they want to do. Um, but it's, uh, we're working a lot on getting it faster. You know, I, I, I actually built a site the other day and uh, under an hour, um, from scratch mm. uh, using kind of the new tools that we have. Um, and it was a little bare bones and they only had a few books, which made it a lot easier, but, um, 
usually it's book entry is the limiting factor. I got you. It probably takes 10 minutes or so a book to do them the way that we do them. Mm. Uh, if I have to track down the links, because we, we pull everything out, you know, we've got the samples, we have audio samples, we have, um, you know, we'll, we'll put reviews in there, we have everything kind of formatted. It's, you know, it's takes takes a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but generally about 10 minutes a book. Okay. Provided I, you know, I'd love to say that I can sit in my office and just enter books 24 hours a day and I can crank sites out every hour, but you know, sadly life intervenes and there's other things to do and services and stuff. So I don't have that much time to purely do book entry though. I'm starting to bring my children into the business and say, guess what? You guys are going to do some book entry. Because <laughs> uh, it's, it's just like, I wish I could just sit around and read all day uh, and write reviews, but you know, sadly right. that's just not where we're at. <laughs> you know, so some of the data entry is, is the limiting factor. Uh, yeah. The design is. I got you. So uh, I know, uh, you know, clearly we, we've talked a little bit uh, outside of the chat about uh, about you wanting to kind of break into to helping out book bloggers. Um, so uh, so Rob, you know, Rob's actually going to help uh, FanFiAC. We're going to we're going to do FanFiAC 2.0. We're actually going to go into getting a, a more streamlined website. One's going to look a lot cleaner. Uh, it's going to be a lot easier to find stuff. It's, it's just going to be better all around. So we're definitely looking forward to it. So I just want to know what, what made you decide to, to make that transition? I mean, you, you, you seem to be doing really well with authors and so forth, but why, why book bloggers? Because I think it, there's a lot of synergy there. I mean, one, I do a lot of work, you know, I have a number of authors that are involved with podcasts that are doing videos and then, and want things connected to their site. And I do that. And, mm -hmm. uh, we do have a, a, a book podcast. We do keystroke mediums website. Um, and we've kind of, that's been working pretty well and, and they're happy. And the tools that we've assembled for authors seem to work very well for other book related, you know, website users. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it would be nice. You know, I, I think that the book blogging community is a lot of, you know, a lot of people on a budget, you know, and as a result, they use a lot of free tools, which might not really be what they need. Mm -hmm. you know? So like we were talking about, you know, it's hard uh, to get the book covers to show up properly. So when you're on desktop, they look okay. But when you're on mobile, they don't. Mm -hmm. um, and at least on the, the indexes, you know, like, yeah. And so you kind of just get like the sliver of cover and, you know, you know, it's not, as, maybe it's not what you want. Yeah. And I think there's some other things about book blogging, just like we were talking about, about things about monetization, about better metrics, about more control over, you know, how it's presented and you are getting now more into more and more multimedia. You know, you've got podcasts, you've got this video, I mean, right here. Um, and it's the, the free tools of WordPress and Wix and all the rest aren't really up to the task. Mm -hmm. And while Wix and Squarespace will help you make a good site, they don't, their CMS, their, their content management system isn't really as good as WordPress. So it's hard to index things as well and really get 
things to kind of self-populate. You have to like manually put everything everywhere all the time. Yeah. That's really labor intensive. Um, and WordPress does have that CMS, but it doesn't really present very many tools at the free level to help. Yeah. You know, you really kind of have to start paying up to get some of those tools. And I thought, well, if you're paying, why don't you pay for something that you really need? You know, mm -hmm. and have someone that actually knows how to assemble that and put that together for you. And I thought, well, I think that would be kind of the next thing I think for the book community to do. And so we have the ability to do that and we have the passion to do that. So I was like, well, we should do that. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm very glad that you, you know, agreed to, to work with us on this and, and I'm really looking forward to putting the site together. Yeah. I think that we can start putting things together that would be affordable um, for everyone. And I know not all book blogs, some of them are a real passion projects. People don't really have a lot of money to throw at it. They're kind of like, eh, you know, um, but that would really, I think, enrich the community and give people a place to grow. And it's the mm -hmm. same thing I tell the authors. I said, look, if you get in early when you only have like three or four books and your start costs are really, really low, you know, because I'm like $10 a book. So if you only have three books, you're getting a site for really cheap. Right. Um, if you come to me with 150 books, then it's not going to be cheap. You know, I'm sorry, you know? And uh, so I'm hoping that we can kind of get some of the, one that we can boost larger platforms like you and really help interconnect you with our authors and uh, really expand your reach and capability because I think that works well for everyone in the book community. Uh, and for the newer authors, uh, book bloggers are the, are the uh, I'd like them to have a place where they can get a real foundation to grow in. And then as they expand, they have what they need to expand that they're mm -hmm. not limiting saying, Oh gosh, I wish I had this, or I don't know how to do this. You don't have to know. Yeah. You send us an email and we'll do it, you know, and we know exactly what you have, you know, we can have it ready for you in a day or two, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm really hoping that, that, that sort of elevates and, and helps a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing what you come up with and, and working with you on it. I'm, I know uh, I, I mentioned it to, to the contributors this morning and everybody's kind of hyped about it. So we're, we're really excited to, to see where we're going to go from here. Cause yeah, like, like you said, you know, we're, we're pressed. It's, it's been great. I mean, I've been using it for four years. Um, but, you know, we're just kind of at a point where we're like, you know, what's the next thing? Cause we keep hitting walls and in order to break through those walls, you've got to fork out money. And when, you know, you got to fork out more money than you expect to get certain things. Um, you know, we want to, we want to be able to, to, to promote authors books, like when they have sales and we can create advertisements for that. Well, the personal plan doesn't allow for that. And so you've really got it. You've got to get it to a personal plan. So you're, you know, you're talking 40, 50 bucks a month. And it's just like, gosh, what, what can I do? Um, and I, and I think this is just going to be an amazing way to, you know, not only help us get our content out to more people, but, you know, just, you know, provide authors with more viewership on their books. I mean, that, that is the whole reason I started this blog was to read books, to, especially in helping debut authors and self-pub authors get, you know, their books out there to more people. Uh, and, and so I, I think it's going to be fantastic and really looking forward to what you do with it. Um, 
and Rob, just thank you so much for, for coming on and chatting. Uh, and everybody, uh, Mod Farm Design, uh, I'll have links below so you can check it out if you're you know an, an author looking to create your first website or if you're looking to change platforms or you know if you're a blogger and this sounds like something you want to try or check out um you know feel free to reach out to rob i'll have his socials as well and you know check out the website first send him an email it sounds like it's gonna be a little bit easier to get in touch with him um but uh but yeah rob i'm you know so so stoked to have you on here uh i'm glad that we're able to to work together on this and uh just really looking forward to where it goes from here well, thank you. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the build too. I think it's going to be pretty great when we're done. Awesome. Well, thanks, Rob. And uh, enjoy the rest of your week. All right. I will.